headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. I am joined by your other host, Dr. John Deloney. He's here with me, and we're taking your calls for the next hour. You can give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225, and we will do our best to give you our best advice as it relates to your life, your money, and your situation. So give us a call. Let's head over to the phone lines where I see Mike from Naples, Florida. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, guys? We're doing good. How about you? Doing good. Um, I'm actually 24. I graduated college with my master's. Mm-hmm. I have no student loans, no debt. I have $2,000 in my savings and $2,000 in my Roth IRA. But I made a stupid decision and I have a car loan for about $32,000 and I make around $48,000 a year. So Woo! when did you get the car? Uh, I got it in November. I got it brand new. And after listening to you guys for about a month, I feel really stupid. <laughs> What's and the payment? I want that thing gone <laughs> right away. What's the payment, Mike? Hit us. Uh, five seventy a month. Oh, Lord. Wow. Got a little bit of the diarrheas. <laughs> How did you find us, Mike? <laughs> How did I find us? Find you guys? Yeah. My parents love listening to you guys. Um, my parents actually um, swear by you guys. And I thought having no debt or nothing, I'd be fine with the car payment. But with the rent and now the car payment, I just want it all gone. I love it. They <laughs> swear by us and you swear at us. Right. Right. But we're with we're with you, brother Mike. We got you. So, what's the car worth if you if you look to pri- sell it privately? What would you get for it? Uh, I was looking since it was so brand new. I was it actually didn't give me a value on Kelly Blue Book, but I could probably get around. I'd say around thirty two, thirty three. Okay, so you think you could sell it for what you owe on it? Yeah, and but the thing is, I want to get another car just used and yeah. I don't know how much I'm going to put towards that. All of it. A hundred percent. Don't buy another car without cash, brother. Yeah. So, but. okay. So <laughs> hold on. Yeah. But uh, you're going to end up in the same spot. No, I, I don't want to buy another car and go totally in debt. I want to buy a cash, but I but you know, want like, more than $2,000 worth of car. No, I'm, I'm fine with like, what can I get for two thousand? That's well, something that's embarrassing that no one would want to date, and that will get you from A to Z. Well, I think you can get more than a two thousand dollar car. Let's look at it. The month. Let's see. It's February. It's we're midway through February. Let's say that you you decide you're going to put this car up for sale. It's going to take a while for it to sell. So let's pretend yeah. like you got four weeks in front of you. How much margin mm-hmm. can you? How much money can you scrape up in the next four weeks? Um, I guess scrape up a good amount. I'm actually getting a bonus for work, an extra $500 on a paycheck. Okay. And you live at home, right? Uh, I'm renting currently. Oh, you're renting. Okay. Um, so how much could you scrape up? Could you scrape up 2000 bucks? Yeah, I can definitely scrape up two 2000 bucks within the four weeks. Can you scrape up 3000 Um, sell that guitar. Yeah, you don't even play I, anymore. I'm gonna keep going yeah. higher. Can we scrape up four? <laughs> I was I was looking to try and scrape up another two or three thousand, um, pushing to four. 
That's and then what I would do. Like a car like that. There you That's go. exactly what you Done. do. Keep a thousand dollars saved. Don't spend your emergency fund, but take that. You know, you've got two K saved. Keep one aside, and then take that one and put it with the three or four that you can scrape up and buy yourself a four or five thousand dollar car. Sell this one, and you're out of it. And then scrape up another four or five thousand dollars, and in a couple of months, put it. You know, sell the the used car you just bought and get yourself a ten thousand dollar car because it's not going to lose any more value. Yeah, now do I take the hit and sell it quicker and like take a hit on it or do I wait a little while to on what? sell it on the car? You you like sell it for less. No, no, no. You don't you shouldn't have to take a hit. I mean, it's fairly you've you've only had it 3 months. Mm. I put it on the market as soon as you can. Like I said, I wouldn't sell it back to the dealer. I would do private sale cuz if you take it to Just the dealer, it. they're going to take you for a ride. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, sell it private sale. And then you'll get what you paid for it. And like you said, maybe you'll get a thousand bucks more. But I would definitely do that. And by the way, you're going to get desperate and you're going to go to a talk to a dealer, even though Jade said not to. And they're going to convince you to roll equity into something else. Please don't do that. Because if you do, if you do that, just email us because you'll be calling us back in a few months wanting to shoot the other foot. <laughs> no, no, I definitely want. Don't want to do that. I'm about to go outside and take pictures of it unless they're right now. There List you go, it. Man. That's what we're doing. You're you getting off it. the call. You're listing that. At the end of the month, you're buying yourself a five thousand dollar car, and then in a couple months, like I said, you're going to scrape up that same four or five thousand dollars, put it with your used vehicle, trade it in, and trade up. And that's how this thing works. I, I talked about this uh, a couple weekends ago, John, because you know people hear us on the show all the time say, "Oh, just buy a car in cash," and there's a reality there of if you've never done that before, it feels really intimidating. And because you're coming from a world where you're used to going to the dealership and buying a $25,000 car, a $30,000 car, a $35,000 car, when people hear us say, oh, from now on buy cars in cash, they're thinking that we're just suggesting that you just hop on down to the you know dealer and you've got $30,000 cash in your pocket and you just fork it over. For some people, that's the reality. But for most of us, that doesn't happen until a couple of steps up the ladder. You know what I'm saying? So what it really looks like is exactly what we saw in this call. It looks like you starting out with a car that you're probably a little bit embarrassed about, right? It's that $5,000 beater. And the thing about when you buy and people get all nervous and up in arms about used cars. But I'm like, guys, all cars require maintenance. All right, so do your research. Make sure you're getting one that hasn't been in a thousand wrecks, right? They, they tell you everything about the car nowadays. So do your research, get your car, and just understand when you buy a beater like that, it's already taken the, the huge appreciation, depreciation hit. Right. It's already gone down like a rock. And if you're only planning to hold on to it for a little while. And so when you go to sell it again and add money with it to trade up, it's gonna retain most of its value. Right. It's not gonna completely, you know, be worth zero and so you walk this thing it's like a ladder and you go rung by run you start with a ten thousand dollar car and you add two thousand dollars to it or three thousand dollars and you go little by little and maybe one one time you're able to add five thousand dollars to it but when you don't have a car payment it makes it a lot easier to save up that money because most people's car payments are six hundred and fifty dollars a month which means in two months you could have thirteen hundred dollars wow so you see how quickly this can happen. In six months, that's $8,000 or more that you can add. That's fast, guys. That's how this thing works. And you do it little by little. And before you know it, you do have a $30,000 car that you paid for in cash. That's how this thing works. And that's how you do it. 
John, in. John ain't got nothing to say. He's like, yeah, Jade, that's how you do it. Clap it up. Hands in the middle on three. Cash cars on three. One, two, three. Cash cars. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. Your other host today is Dr. John Deloney, host of the amazing YouTube show, The Dr. Dr. John Deloney Show. Let me say it right, John. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. So if you haven't checked out his YouTube show, be sure to check it out because it's going off. Uh, Let's talk about this Ramsey Show question of the day. Your Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Window Genie is a neighborly brand that does more than just windows. This time of year, they also take care of clogged gutters, which can damage your roof, windows, eaves, and more. Find a window genie location near you at neighborly.com slash Ramsey. All right, today's question comes from Stephanie in Arizona. Stephanie writes, my husband recently admitted to me that he has a gambling addiction. He has $300,000 in debt, has been stealing from our savings accounts, cleared out his 401, has not been paying the bills, etc. How do we even begin cleaning up this mess? Oh, man. Wow. We just had a call like yeah, that a couple did. hours back. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to um, I'm gonna really bullet point this and then hop in, Jade. Um, we can get to the money part of it. Um, I think it's important. There's two sides of this. Number one is the the trauma to your marriage. The marriage as you knew it is over. The person you knew has is revealed themselves. And so trying to quote unquote get back to the way things were, that's a that's a fool's errand. If you stay married and you choose to um, work through this financial infidelity, then we're going to build a new marriage. That's number one. You're going to feel like uh, you've been on a boat all day and then you get back on dry land and everything feels wobbly and off. That's what it's going to feel like because everything that you have, every way you've lived is different now because the person who was your ride or die, who stood before your friends and family and God and said, I do forever, stole everything from you and has dug a hole for the family. It's going to be pretty significant. Mm. So that's number one. Number two, and by the way, to deal with that, I would get a couple of friends. I would get a counselor. I would get a journal that I write in every day. You're going to feel rage. You're going to feel weepy. You're going to feel anger. You're going to feel like frustrated. Write that crap down and get out of your body. Number two is your four walls. You have to make sure your bills are paid and that you have a home, that you have shelter, you got food, you got transportation. You're going to have to take care of the basics. You're going to have you're going to have all kind of debtors and credit card people calling you. The first thing you get is make sure you got a house, make sure you got food, make sure your kids are safe, okay? Uh, make sure you can get to work and back. And paying the bills, that means you're going to have to go in and see who does the water, who does the electric, who does where's our rent or our mortgage, and dig into all those and make a plan and start paying those things. If you can't, well, that's a whole other conversation. Call us on that one. Um, the third one is um, hopefully your husband is in rehab of some sort, some sort of um, Gamblers Anonymous, some sort of 30-day, 60-day, 90-day inpatient treatment. 
Um, this is a big 300 grand in debt plus stealing from your future, wiping us 401. This is a bad problem and he needs to go get professional help. When he gets out, then y'all are going to begin to create something new. But as we mentioned earlier, 90 days, 120 days, you are keeping the money in your account. He doesn't have access to the money, doesn't have access to the bills, but I thought we were... Nope, he's got to rebuild trust from Lego one, square one. Um, and so we're going to create a world where Stephanie's in charge of the money for a while until there's some some healing that's happened. Um, there's a new marriage being built and Stephanie, you begin to regain trust. And this is going to take years and years to, to heal from. Mm. So that was a lot. I just kind of threw it no, all No, I support but. that message. I, I'm not going to add anything else to it because I think I think that's right on, John. It's dark, man. It is dark. That's tough. That is so, so, so tough. Ooh, I'm sorry that you're going through that, Stephanie, but I think John gave you a great uh, pathway to move forward and it's not going to be easy, but at least you know the steps to take. Oh, after that, let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah. I got to segue right out of it because there's no... I feel listen, like we need to have like a, a... We sing a song together or something. There's no... Cle- Kumbaya. There's All right, no, let's go to Cody yeah, and Reno. To, <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> Cody, you're up next. What's going hey. on, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. How can we help? Good. So right now I'm kind of in a pickle of deciding if me and my wife should continue staying and renting in our apartment or if we should start trying to look towards buying a home right now. Okay. Tell us more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now between me and her, we make about 120000 a year plus maybe 10000 a year in bonuses. Okay. Our rent right now is 1250 a month. And each month that we're renting, we're able to put 3000 in our savings. Nice. We've currently got 41000 saved right now. Um, and we take home about 7500 a month um, after all of our taxes and stuff. Okay. So you're trying to decide, do we buy, do we rent? What do we do yep. here? So you're taking home 7,500 a month in income. You've got 41,000 mm-hmm. saved and you've got your rent at a level to where you're still able to kind of sock away $3,000 in savings. Yes. Did I get that? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's great. So what's keeping you? Do you have any other debt? Tell me, do you have debt? So the only debt we have is 20000 in student loans, and she's a speech pathologist where she's working at a low-income school that is um, paying off part of her loans after she's been working there for five years. Okay, how paying off part of her student loans? Um, I think it's about ten to 15000 of it is what they'll pay off, and she owes about twenty. Okay, is it is it the... Is it the school doing it or is it the government doing it? Uh, I'm not 100% sure if it's the school or if it's the um, county that we're in that's kind of offering that because she's working at a lower income school. Here's okay. what I want, I want to make sure you write you write down the math on this. Um, mm-hmm. if, if if she has a service orientation towards low income, awesome. That's, all, that's fantastic and I'll support mm-hmm. that till the end of time. It's going to come at a cost to your family, and that cost is absolutely worth it sometimes if that's if that's what your mission is. But mm-hmm. if she's making $40,000 at school X, and they promise to pay off $10,000 of, of her loans, but she can go work private and make $75,000, this is not a deal for your family. Thank you, John. Okay? Uh-huh. I want you all to sit down and do the math. And it might be, which is almost often the case, if you chain yourself to student loans, you are forcing yourself to put your mission second and honor the bank's commitment first. 
We hear it all yeah. the time from people who want to do ministry. They go to they they spend six figures on theology school or whatever. Cool. You got to go get a job. And then mm-hmm. after you pay off your debts, then you can go do your ministry. Same with mental health professionals, similar to speech pathologists who want to work in a low-income area. The mission's amazing. It's beautiful. It's essential. And if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. How many years in is she? Um, she's on her second right now. Okay. I'm with John 100% on that. A- personal preference as well where she wouldn't want to go into the private sector and likes to work I got that but she might have to she might have to do something she doesn't prefer for 18 months mm-hmm. or 24 months so that her whole family okay. can be safe if I'm if I'm her right. what I'm gonna go to that that school I'm gonna say listen can you just reimburse me because I'd like to pay this off I don't want this hanging around my neck if I show you the if I keep record of all my payments will you reimburse me when it's after the five years so that I can just go ahead and pay this off that's the deal that I would make okay. because there's no sense in you having to make payments or having to have this around your neck. You guys can afford to pay it off today. And mm-hmm. that's the that's what I would say to them. And if for some reason they're like, no, or that's weird, that's not a deal that I want to do because it's either five, it, you know, it's either 15,000 or it's not. It either is or it isn't. Whether they write you a check, it's the same check that they're cutting. So you having to keep yeah. it around, should it matter? It's who's making the payment or not. Does that make sense? Yeah, Although I sometimes, you know, sometimes logic goes out the window, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, when you get a mission situation. Well, here's but. the other thing. If, uh, if y'all can just pay, and people are going to give me all kind of grief, I don't care. Um, if you can afford it, pay it off. Okay. And they have a special program that if you want to keep debt strapped around your neck or you're a, that's all you can do to hang on so you can keep working at this school and taking care of those kids. Um, cool. That's, that program is not for us because we got the money. We're just going to pay it off. And we're going to move on with our life. I like Jade. If they'll if they'll write you a reimbursement check, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get rid of the debt either way. And by the way, when you buy this house, when the time comes, make sure you've got three to six months saved first, and then you're buying it on a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage where the payment's no more than 25% of your take-home pay. That's the deal. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You are listening to The Ramsey Show, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is Dr. John Deloney to my right. Or if you're listening, the other voice that you hear is Dr. John Deloney's. Um, And I want to tell you guys about a brand new event that we're so excited for. It's coming up here in the spring. It is a total money makeover weekend event. It's a whole weekend, May 10th and 11th, and it's here in Nashville, Music City. And we have a really cool event venue. We call it The Rec. Um... 
It's up on our property on the hill. When I say our property, I'm talking like like I've owned the place. It's D Money's property, <laughs> but yeah, the Big Eagle. It's his property, but it's on property. Cool. It's right up the hill, and it's an amazing state of the art theater. I'm gonna call it a theater. Yeah, what would you call theater. it? It's a theater. It's a 2,500 seat theater, but it's a, it's a masterpiece. It's really cool. It's awesome. And so we're doing the Total Money Makeover Weekend there. It's a three day event. You can go to RamseySolutions.com/events to look at tickets but man it's everything that you need if you've been listening to this show whether you've been listening for 10 years or 10 minutes it is for you because you hear us all the time walk through the baby steps we're always talking about oh and baby step one do this and all the way up to baby step seven and it really is that we're going to go through all of those baby steps there's something there for everybody no matter where you are in your journey um this is going to be for you it's going to be that rally to keep you going forward you're going to be around like-minded people you're going to leave feeling so good and you're going to be so excited you're just going to want to run through walls and you know tear your shirt like usher you're going to be so excited so I want you to be there. We're going to do Q&As live throughout the weekend. It's going to be so, so fun. Very different from any of the other Ramsey events you've attended. So make sure to get your tickets. Early bird tickets start at $99. That's only for a limited time, though. So get them now because uh, those are going to sell out super fast. Um, like John said, the Ramsey Event Center holds 2,400 people. So seats are limited and you don't want to wait to get those tickets. So get them now. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events. John. All I'm right. excited. Let's do this. It's just going to be a hoot, man. I love doing events up there. Let's go to Brian. He's in Midland, Texas. That's my neck of the woods. What's up, Brian? Hey, how are you doing? All right, man. What's up? Uh, so I guess my question is, so I had a like a late start to my adult life, if you will, because I turned 30 in prison. Okay. Um, so I've been, you know, just really focusing on working and, you know, building a career and whatnot. Good for you, man. Um, how, how long have you been out? Uh, 13 years now. Okay, so you're 43, mid-40s? Yes, sir. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Been working hard, staying out of trouble? Uh, yes, sir. All right, I'm proud I of you, man. I want to do that again. Good for you. That's <laughs> that's a hard that's hard uh, road when you get out, so good for you, man. I'm proud of you. What's yeah, up? Appreciate it. Um, well, I feel like I just keep getting caught into a lot of the same traps as probably most of the people that call in. Um, you know, over the course, since getting out and all that, um, I've put together a good career. I make pretty good money. Um, but I have an expensive life and it's not so much a lifestyle. It's, I think it, it comes with the career I have and the job I have. Cause I'm, I work out here in Midland, but I live in Virginia and I have kids in Oklahoma. Um, so there's a lot of travel that, you know, in order to fulfill all ends of the duties, you know, I, I spend a lot on travel and I, I have responsibilities in terms of child support and whatnot. I want to change um, some of your I'm language. Is that cool? What's that? I want to change some of your language before we get going. Is okay. that cool? Uh, yeah, and, and the whole conversation we're going to have, me, you, and Jade, I want you to like picture we're sitting there at Roses in Midland and uh, having, I ordered several things at queso. And we're, it's just three buddies hanging out, okay? So this isn't me getting on to you. It's me sitting with you, okay? Yeah, no, I understand. All right. Okay. I don't ever want you to say I got caught in a trap again. Okay. I don't ever want you to say I've just found myself in this life. I mm -hmm. want you, and well, you've been doing it. this for I 13 years, <laughs> I want you to stand up as tall as you can, as, the, as a part-time Texan you are, and I want you to say, <laughs> I am taking full ownership of the chaos that has become my life. 
Okay. Yep, I can do that. That I can do. Excellent. And so, once we take full ownership, we don't we don't fall into traps anymore. I don't buy stupid stuff. I don't have houses all over the country. I do what I have to do, and then we go from there. Is that is that, is that a good place okay. to start? Yeah. Okay. Enough. Tell me about this house. Like you live in Virginia, but you work in Midland. Okay. Uh, so we rent out there. Um, out where? To be honest, up until out where? Uh, up in uh, Virginia. What's in Virginia? Uh, girlfriend, I guess, if you will. So you're going to Virginia just to see your girlfriend? Uh, I mean, I only go every few months. But, but, you, but you're renting a house a there? It, well, the house in Texas is provided through work. Why don't you live there? Uh, and just vi- visit Virginia thought. every few years. I mean, every few months. Uh, no, that is what I do. I do basically live in Texas. But it, it, uh, it I- gives me a... Like a residence, if you will, because I can't claim the work address as a residence. But let me ask a clarifying question. You said we rent yeah. up in Virginia. Who's Girl, paying? Girlfriend and I, we, we share the house. Okay, and you're splitting the rent? Yes. Does she live with you in Midland when you're in Midland? <laughs> no, because her career is based over in Virginia. So basically, she's got most of her rent subsidized by a dude who only comes home every few months. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the case. That's not unfortunate. That's the th- that's the deal you set up. But she is she's getting the better end of that deal, yeah. my brother. Yeah, I don't like that no, for you. I agree you. on that one. Uh, yeah. not, I don't think you're wrong on that one. <laughs> okay. But, what you need, you have a home and you have a work home. Yeah, why can't you? And why she can't you can claim live in, in Virginia. Because it doesn't have a like a federal address. Get a PO box in but, Midland. Um, I mean, I guess I could. Yes. But does that? You have a maybe home. I, maybe I don't understand how all this works, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't know if you could put that on a driver's license or, you know, any of that stuff. Like that, don't you have to have a residence? Where are you living? Are you in a Are you in a trailer park? As because you're out in the field. I mean, it's a man camp for the most part. Okay, but, but you're living out in the field. Yes. Now you would be better off financially. So I spend my okay and psychologically and spiritually if you rented a one bedroom apartment in Midland also. And then once every few months, if you want to go visit your girlfriend in Virginia, you could go visit her at her place, or you could get a VRBO and save yourself a jillion dollars. No, I mean you're not wrong. Catch me up. What's a man camp? A man camp is like uh, when they're working out they workers. Yeah, they're working okay. out in the oil fields. Got and it. They okay, just, got it. They'll have a whole bunch of uh, either small houses or trailer houses. And how long? Do, uh, yeah, can they're, you, they're trailer houses. And you stay in there for how long? How how long are the stints there versus where you I could do live 20 elsewhere? Twenty days on, ten days off. Twenty days on, ten days off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with John, and I just think the girlfriend thing—you having a rent that far away—she just needs to have her own place to live. And if you come visit, you stay with her, and or she you stay visit a, you. Midland is you know, beautiful. It's not. <laughs> it's not it's not it's not virginia it's not not for sure okay so that that's thing one like let's rectify that because that's a lot of money going out the door where you could be like john said getting yourself a one bedroom or studio place in midland that serves you better and you know that's your time i don't like saying man camp but that's like your time away (laughs) from the man camp all right that's thing one let's talk about oklahoma city is that where your kids are it is correct and how often are you going there? I go there one one weekend a month. I get them during that ten days off. I go up there and see them at least once. I would love for you to have a small house that your 
buying equity into in Oklahoma. That's your, where it needs to be. By your children. Yeah. I think it's Girl. time to cut girlfriend loose or if girlfriend wants to move across the country, that's cool. But you're a dad and your kids have lost a big chunk of their life with their dad. And I want them when they're 25 to see, dude, my dad, A, turned it around. B, worked so hard out in that hot Texas sun and the, or this weekend, that crazy freezing Texas winter. And then he came to see us as, as often as he could. But brother, you're making too much money in in an organization. I mean, it, it will roll over when gas prices, when oil prices drop. They're going to cut everybody, and so it goes up and down and up and down. But you're making too much money to be splitting it across the country like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we didn't get to find out more information from you, but we're going to get you hooked up with Financial Peace University so you can walk through, figure out how to pay off this hundred thousand dollars of debt that you have, and how to best optimize your income and your time. So Austin's going to pick up and make sure that you are set up with Financial Peace University and every dollar. This is The Ramsey Show. All right, you're listening to The Radio Show, The Ramsey Show, which is also on podcasts and YouTube. Listen, I don't know what comes out of my mouth sometimes, John. You're listening to The Radio Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. That is Dr. John Deloney keeping me in check, man. He needs to. Your scripture and quote of the day. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. That's Proverbs 25, 21. And then Paul Stanley from KISS says this. Charity is not an option. It's an obligation. All right, Paul. He feels, str- he feels strongly about that. I'll go along That's with one it. of my favorite Proverbs in the whole wide world. Yeah. Yep. If your enemy, let's read it again. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. I hate, like that. Hate has never solved a single problem. That's a word. In the history of the hu- of humankind. It's never solved a problem. No. Never solved a problem. Only love can do that. Never solved a problem. We're being very philosophical. One day. We're going right. to figure that out. We will. Let's go to Josh. He might have some answers. In Cincinnati, Ohio. What's going on, Josh? I think you guys are taking my call today. I appreciate it. You bet. Um, So I am a recent college grad, and I'm just trying to figure out what's the best way to pay off some of these loans. So they're all federal, and I owe about $24,000 in federal debt. Okay. Um, So right now, like, the options I have are the SAVE plan through the Biden administration. Okay. And it's all, you know, it's income-based, so they're going off of my previous year income, which is about $35,000, $36,000. What's this year's um, income? However, this year's income has gone up to about 60. Mm. <laughs> so it's okay. like 10% of your income. So currently I'm paying $30 a month until June, January of next year. Uh-huh. And then they would reevaluate what my income is. Okay. So that's, I'm just kind of wanting to know, like, what are your thoughts on this? Is this the best way to go about it? Is there other ways? Um, you know, I'm trying to work the, the baby steps and I have step one done and step two is obviously paying off debt. Is this your only debt? That's my only debt. In your situation, because it's your only debt, I wouldn't do it. I would just, I, because the only purpose that I would use, and I've gone on this soapbox before, so I won't get too deeply into it. But the only way that I would go on a plan like this is if you had, if you were like Jade, I've got a lot of debt and you listed all the different ones, credit cards and personal loans and cars and student loans and houses, I would say, okay, because when you get out of debt, what you're ultimately doing is you're listing all of your debts, smallest to largest. And the goal is to pay minimum payments on everything. 
and then have a bunch of money left to throw at the smallest debt. And so when you're make, making minimum payments, yeah, you want those minimum payments to be small. So if that were you yeah. and you had a bunch of other debts, then I would say, yeah, go on the save plan temporarily so you can have a smaller minimum payment so you can have more money to sock away at that smallest debt. But in your case, this is your only debt. So you're in the mode where you're socking all the money that you can at this debt. The goal isn't to pay less. In your case, the goal is to pay as much as you possibly can. So if you're right. making $60,000 this year, or if you're on track to make 60,000, I'm looking at that and I'm going, okay, this guy, are you single? Yeah. Are you, what's your living situation? I currently rent. I have three roommates. So that's kind of another part of my thing. You know, I eventually... Within the next year or two, I would like to purchase a house. Well, we can't get to, to that yet. I can. We got to go in right. order. So with the baby steps, you know, this is all fitting together in a nice tapestry. So we want to do it, you know, the right way at the right time. So if I'm you, I'm going, okay, I'm going to make $60,000 this month. Can I find a way to make 15 more so that I'm at 85 or 75? I'm sorry. And then can I, can I pay off 24,000 in a year? I think yes. Okay. I think you pick up a side hustle where you're making a little bit more. And I think that you knock this out in 12 months. And then. Gotcha. So I, I'm kind of working these steps a little funny because I have been with my company now for three years. I just recently, you know, since graduating, I got a new job within the company. Uh-huh. So I've already been investing into my 401k. I'm at 13% with them matching five. Is that something you would recommend? I would lower to get some of that money back into my bank account. I want you to be able to invest, but I want you to invest in the right way. Because what happens here, if you go your route, everybody thinks the baby steps or the plan that we have is just kind of this, this idea. But the fact of the matter is mm -hmm. there's a method to it. And if you don't do it in the right order, you're going to actually end up screwing yourself pretty bad. So, <laughs> because what yeah. happens is you, you're investing in that match and you're doing great. But if you don't have money saved for an emergency, and you buy a house, what happens is your 401k becomes your emergency fund. And before you know it, you're yeah. dipping into your 401k. So there's some things there that are holding you back. Also, if you're investing that percentage, that's money that you could be using to pay off this $24,000 of debt. Because yeah. what I want what I want to get your brain thinking is that math, math is math whether we like it or not. So if you save $24,000 in your 401k, but you owe the federal government government $24,000, you, you're at zero. That money is not yours. Yeah. You tell yourself yeah. it's yours, but it's not really yours. Can you do a fun thought experiment with me, Josh? Sure. <laughs> uh, it's 2024. What's going to happen this year? An election year. Yeah. And um, we don't know... Who's going to get elected? We don't, we don't know. We, we don't know anything. And we especially don't know the people who are running, what their platforms even are, what things they even right. want to do. And so right. fast forward to December 31st of 2024. We'll have some sort of answer, sort of, maybe, <laughs> who knows. Would you rather be sitting on December 31st with your fingers crossed, hoping that the federal government, which, by the way, has done a real bang-up job the past 50 years <laughs> of keeping its promises and doing math problems well, that they are going to continue whatever plan you've signed up for? 
Or would you rather be sitting on December 31st owing, like doing what Jade just said, work your job and then go put in some good podcast and Uber all throughout the evening. And then on Saturdays, go Uber again. And Sundays, Uber again. And you wake up and it's (laughs) December 31st and you don't owe anybody anything. And then when things get chaotic and hectic, you go, whew. At least I'm off the hook and I'm not chained to anything. How does it, which one of those feels like it's going to feel better? <laughs> Definitely the one where I don't owe anyone anything. <laughs> Bro, I would, I would triple down. I would do exactly what Jade said. I would make December 31st this maniacal. I will owe nobody anything by December 21st, yep. December 31st. My family, I'm going to send y'all handmade cards for Christmas. Friends, we ain't, we're going to do nothing this year. That's right. And we are going to be free come December 31st. And then whoever gets elected and whatever's on fire at that point, um, we'll be able to handle that knowing that we're not going to go down with the ship. Yeah, I like that. Josh, how much money do you have saved? I have about 3000 plus about 20000 in my 401k. Okay. So... We're going to drop. We're going to walk the baby steps. Let's commit to walking. Let's commit to the process and know that this is the plan. Like there's some peace that you have in walking a plan. When you walk a plan, suddenly all of the answers are answered for you. That's one of the benefits of choosing a a plan and saying, okay, I'm going to do that one. Because then when you have these questions of should I invest yet? The plan tells you, should I pay off my debt first? The plan tells you. And as long as you walk the plan, you can rest in knowing, okay, I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing things right. I'm going in this direction. It's worked for millions of people, including the, the woman that you're talking to online right now. <laughs> so I can tell you that it works, right? So that's what I want you to do. I want you to take $2,000 of the money that you have saved, and I want you to start putting it towards this debt. Now you have $22,000 of student loan debt. And I want you to get crazy and pay this off. You're going to have it done so quickly. Then you're going to save up three to six months of expenses. Then you're going to start saving for that down payment on a house. But you don't need to worry about, you know, you don't have to do all this at once. You know, you just graduated for heaven's sake. You're doing right. You got a, a house with two roommates. You know, you didn't pull out a lot of student loan debt. I'm glad that you didn't. So let's just take our time and walk down that road. And my guess is that in two and a half years, you're going to be a homeowner and it's going to be pretty, pretty good. Choose freedom, my brother. Choose freedom. Choose freedom. I love it. Thanks for hanging out with us for a couple of hours here on The Ramsey Show. Uh, We love that you were here. We're glad that we were able to take some of your calls. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you back here next time.